0: In the early months of 2001, the Bach Choir of Pittsburgh commissioned the composer Glenn Rudolph to compose a musical setting of the prophecy of Isaiah that we find in the 11th chapter of his book. The text that the composer set to music based on Isaiah's prophecy had been written in 1994. It says this. Lions and oxen will sleep in the hay. Leopards will join the lambs as they play. Wolves will be pastured with cows in the glade. Blood will not darken the earth that God made. The composer began his work on this piece in the beginning of 2001, and the piece was to debut at their holiday concerts that Christmas time. As he writes in the beginning of the octavo, in the front cover of that octavo, he says this, we all know what happened in between. Between the time he began writing music to this text, which beckons the Messiah to bring peace to earth and goodwill to men, the earth that God made in New York, Washington, and Pennsylvania was darkened with blood on September 11th. And so the composer dedicated the final work called The Dream Isaiah Saw to the victims of that dreadful day. We're set to begin another year of our Lord Jesus Christ. As is custom, the advent of a new year brings with it commitments and resolutions. Might I suggest that as good and admirable as many of those resolutions can be, there is in reality only one resolution with which we need to concern ourselves in the year to come. It's beautifully surmised in the refrain of that piece, the dream Isaiah saw, addressing the Lord Jesus. Little child whose bed is straw, take new lodgings in my heart." With respect to the feast that we celebrate today, in other words, we are to follow the example of the Blessed Virgin Mary, who kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. To be sons and daughters of our Blessed Mother means nothing less than imitating her, she who is the greatest and the first of the Lord's disciples, and to allow him to transform us from within by allowing him, the Christ child, to take a new lodging in our hearts. With all the snares of the evil one that await us and our world in the year to come, we must never lose sight of the fact that the conquering hero has been pleased with us by sheer grace to pitch his tent among us, to take a dwelling place in our hearts. We must never fail to see the altar as the manger as that place where Jesus Christ, the word of the Father, now in flesh, appears in the form of bread and wine to take a dwelling, a new lodging in our hearts. The prophecy of Isaiah is filled with apparent enemies, apparent contradictions, things on opposite ends of the spectrum being made to be at peace in the presence of the Messiah. Lions and oxen, leopards and lambs, wolves and cows, Everything no matter how incompatible or contradictory will be made one in this Jesus When he is lifted up on the cross He draws all things to himself with arms outstretched fully. He embraces all things unites all things and draws all things to himself No chaos no suffering no pain no temptation no evil earthly or infernal can defeat or escape this child whose bed is straw when he takes lodging in our hearts. For myself at least, the new year always seems to be a bag of mixed emotions. Looking back, there are many graces in the past year for which I'm grateful, but not every memory from the previous year is happy and pleasant. And looking ahead, there are things in the year to come for which I'm eager. But I'm not so naive to think that 2019 will not have its challenges and its sufferings. But I do know one thing, Jesus Christ and him crucified. I know that it is he alone who makes all things new. He makes all things new from the cross, drawing all things to himself, uniting souls to his death so to unite them to his resurrection, redeeming the world from sin and violence. And I know my place. As he fulfills Isaiah's prophecy on Calvary, there am I. I am to be there, at the end of the Via Dolorosa, in those two most faithful souls at the cross's foot, in Mary, keeping everything in her heart, and in John the Beloved, to persevere until the bitter end, to not have become discouraged or cowardly when the cross came into view, and above all, to be the one to whom Christ gave his very own mother to be mine. Behold your mother. From the cross, the Lord entrusted to each one of us his mother. She is the most holy mother of God, and our mother in the truest sense. For each one of us, by her most powerful intercession, she brings Christ to be born within us to allow for him to take new lodgings in our hearts today and in every day of the year to come. May our mother pray for us, be with us, and lead us always and in all things to her son, who draws all things to himself and makes all things, including the year, new.